When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Bookmarked is brought to you by Libro FM. Get two books for the price of one with your first month of membership using the code BOOKSTACKED. Again, use promo code BOOKSTACKED when you start your membership at Libro.fm. Or check the show notes for a quick link to get started. Offer only valid for new members in the US and Canada. Welcome, everyone. You are listening to Bookmarked, a young adult book podcast brought to you by Bookstacked.com. My name is Saul, and today I am joined by Spencer. Hi, everyone. Is it joined by or joined with? I I never know. I think joined by, but... Sometimes when you start saying it, it's like, I don't know if, you know, it sounds weird once, once you say it. As long as... Uh, I'm not a strict grammarian. As long as I understand it works. It um, a bird literally just flew into my window. <laughs> and we're <laughs> off to a great start. <laughs> it's really frustrated that we don't know whether it's by or with. I don't know if the microphone picked it up, but at least if you were watching, you probably saw me jumping on camera. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> literally, it was just this loud bang. Okay, yeah. <laughs> Interesting start to this podcast. Before we go any further, just want to remind you to like and rate us on Apple Podcasts as well as Spotify, even though the show is winding down at the end of the year. It's nice to see those <laughs> those <laughs> ratings and reviews come through. We would love to we'd love to hear from you. So especially if you like the show, uh, please do leave us a rating or review on Apple and Spotify. And also speaking of the the podcast winding down and the website, if you missed that announcement go back in your feed should be there uh, we'll be winding on bookstacked at the end of the year there's a lot of complicated feelings attached to all of that <laughs> mostly i think sadness but one of the things that i am working on right now is putting together a series of my and our experiences running bookstacked and some of the things that i've learned along the way and it's mostly there like i'm i'm trying to write it in a way that's going to be beneficial to anybody who maybe wants to start their own book blog or book website or book podcast or some sort of creative project, kind of like what I've been doing here for the last nine years and what some of the other people on the Bookstack team, you know, they've all been involved for various years as well. And so if you have any questions about book blogging or podcasting, about getting into either of those things, please do send them my way. I, I would like to try and answer them either on a podcast episode or in one of these blog posts. My email address is Saul, S-A-U-L at bookstacked.com. I can also put a link in the show notes. Uh, but yeah, love to hear from you. If you have any questions or anything that might be on your mind, I'd love to just kind of share any thoughts that I might have. 
hopefully they're good thoughts. But it, Yeah, I'm sure they will be. I would encourage uh, our listeners to reach out. I know um, having just joined the Bookstack team a few years ago that, uh, Saul, you have a lot of expertise and that you've been really generous in training and teaching and, and showing um, a lot of us how to, I mean, how to make it in the book blogging space. So I am look forward, looking forward to that myself and hearing more of what you have to say. Yeah, thanks, Spencer. And we're going to have a lot of, I think, really cool articles published on the website in the next couple of months. Some of it's very introspective, kind of like this blog series that I'm working on. Others of it will be the normal books you should keep on your radar for 2023. <laughs> uh, but, you know, we're, we're really focusing and putting everything together for these last couple of months. So uh, we hope you'll, you'll stick around for all of that. But with that said, today's episode, we wanted to do just a small, quick episode about fall reads. You know, what are we reading this fall? What are we looking forward to reading this fall? And what's on our mind in terms of books right now? We're already approaching the Halloween season. It's like coming up in a week. Well, I guess we're not approaching the Halloween season. It's already here. Is what I mean to say. <laughs> it's upon us. <laughs> yeah. Let's just go ahead and jump in on some of the books that we wanted to shout out. I do want to say that Brigitte, who's been on this podcast before, was planning on joining us right now, but something came up. So she gave us her recommendations, and some of them overlapped with uh, at least some of the things that I was looking forward to. Maybe we could start off with one of those. A book that's coming out just in a couple of weeks, it's The Luminaries by Susan Dennard. Susan Dennard's really known for her Witchland series. This is also fantasy, but it's not really like epic high stakes fantasy. It's more contemporary fantasy. And it takes place in a town called Hemlock Falls, which is a town surrounded by a forest that's filled with monsters and nightmares. The main character, Winnie, wants to join an ancient order that is protecting the town, and that order is called the Luminaries. And so she reaches out to her ex-best friend to help her train for the trials to join the order. For me, what was particularly interesting about this project, and I think I remember this happening, but I wasn't following it that closely. Initially, Susan Dennard, I think, was writing this story in a sort of choose-your-own-adventure. She was, It was like a choose-your-own-adventure on Twitter. She was posting polls on Twitter asking her readers, what should the characters do next? And so I believe that was the initial incarnation of this story. That sounds really interesting. That's a lot of fun. Now the book is, I think, polished and is being published, and that's being released November 1st. And yeah, I'm highly interested, not just because the setting sounds cool, and it's got an interesting character who wants to join this magical order, which is always a lot of fun, but also I'm, from a writing standpoint, I'm very, very intrigued as to how this story turned out, given the process that she, she approached. Yeah, that sounds great. For me, like when I'm reading fantasy, the setting makes such a difference. And so that's it sounds like a really rich setting already. And I as well would be yeah, really interested. That's such a creative way to plot and put a book together and let the readership uh, readers be involved. So I'm excited to see how that turns out. Do you want to go ahead and share one of the books that you're looking forward to? Sure. I've got, well, a couple recommendations that I'll save that are a little bit more suited for the spooky season. But right off the top, I just wanted to shout out um, Larkin Kasim's Starter Revolution, the latest book from Case and Calendar. And if you are a loyal listener of the podcast, you might have already listened to the interview that I got to do with Kaysen, which was really just such a great opportunity to talk to them about their writing. The reason I really want to recommend uh, this book is because it's such a gift to I think anyone who also wants to be a writer as much as they're a reader of young adult literature, 
the main character in the story, that's their dream. It's their goal is to be an author and they're taking writing classes. And through the story, it's almost like a way that Case and Calendar, who is such an established and, and fantastic author, almost offers their own writing advice and like but more than just like a superficial writing advice, like it gets into like the whole emotions and the thought processes of being a writer and being an artist and putting your words out into the world. So I just thought anybody who's interested in writing as much as they are in reading shouldn't miss the chance to pick that one up. I was going to say, listening to that podcast episode, listening to that interview, I got the sense that it was really meant to be a platform for advice and helping people, I think, kind of reach and understand their authentic selves and sort of discover their authentic voice and being able to use that in a really productive way. So yeah, that was a great interview. The next book I wanted to shout out is, I mean, this one's kind of obvious, and I think everybody was going to expect us to say it. I'm thinking of Bloodmarked, which is the sequel to Legendborn by Tracy Dion. We've mentioned this series so much. It was one of our book club picks last year. I think this is easily going to be one of the biggest book releases this year and there's a lot of hype around it this was also on brigitte's list and when she sent it over the only note she wrote was obviously <laughs> the title <laughs> this is definitely a book that we're looking forward to if for some reason you have been living under a rock for me at least what made the first book so intriguing was it took elements like the knights of the round table and King Arthur's Court and all of that. It, these very familiar things, and it looked at them through a lens of colonialism, of institutionalized racism. And I mean, not only is it just a very engaging story and the characters are great and there's a lot of mystery and intrigue, but on top of that, you feel like you're getting a great fantasy novel while also exploring some really deep and important and unpleasant aspects of our own society. And so I think it's just an amazing book. I don't, I don't remember, Spencer, did you read this one? No, I missed out on the book club episode, so I didn't read it. But because I, I really want to be a part of the next book club and, and catch up on the hype, I've been listening to the audio book for Legendborn. So it is a 19-hour listen, and I'm just getting started, so it's a little bit intimidating. But it's great when you can start a book and even within the first couple pages understand like why everyone loves it so much. Just some of the, just the writing even, just that I'm catching on to, some of the descriptions and things. I can already tell this is going to be a fun ride, so. I'm without rushing, definitely going to try and catch up so I can be a part of the excitement of, of the release of the sequel. Yeah, for sure. And if you were listening carefully there, because uh, we haven't announced it yet, but you know, you might have gotten yeah. a little clue as to what our <laughs> final book club pick is going to be. We'll do a proper <laughs> announcement and everything. But I don't think it's going to be a shock to anybody who's listened to us that this book is on our radar and that we're looking to do an episode around it. So I have a, a novel that is... I was trying to think of something that our listeners wouldn't have heard of already to really give them recommendation that that might not be on their radar. So the novel I'm recommending is called A House Unsettled, and it's the debut um, YA novel from an author, Trindelaney, and it's published by an independent press. And so, you know, it doesn't get the same press and publicity online as some of our other big publisher friends. And so if you can find a copy of this, I'm about halfway through it right now, reading a preview copy and really enjoying it. It actually covers some of the similar themes that Saul just mentioned. I'll read you just the, the blurb right here. It's, it says, Ghosts aren't the only thing that can haunt a house. Trindelaney's debut novel explores the insidious legacies of violence and oppression and how Black queer love and resistance can disrupt them. And the story is about a, a young girl who, after growing up in the city and running into some 
some trouble, some hardship. Her father is arrested. She moves with her mom out to her, I think her grandmother's or great grandmother's, like her previous ancestors, like old country home. And so it's like a haunted house story, but it's a bit of a slow burn. It's like very light paranormal effects, but it really um, digs into like this idea of her family's history in this small town all kind of comes up and is part of the haunting story. So it's also a really like personal story that digs into a lot with like family legacy and some of the hardships that, that uh, I mean, black folk and queer folk faced throughout history and, you know, explore some of those themes and ideas through a ghost story. So I think it's a good fit for a Halloween read if you're looking for something that's, you know, not just spooky fun, but maybe a little bit more serious and, you know, not just horror but more of like a really haunting ghost story about the past i feel like when those stories are more grounded in reality they are in some ways a lot more scary than say something like dracula (laughs) yeah (laughs) which is a great book i just finished reading also shout out to dracula yeah there's just something to be said about about those they kind of bring their own horror with them Mm mm-hmm Think of Jordan Peele, actually, in all of his movies like Get Out and Us and, um, well, probably those first two especially. I I feel like he has really tapped in on that as well, how those elements can be their own horror. Definitely. I I think the, you know, unfortunately, the history and the legacies of, I mean, the countries that you and I live in, saw both the United States and Canada, a lot of it is horrific. And so there's a lot of ground to cover there in in literature. And it's exciting to see it being covered more in young adult stories that are more, I think, accessible to more readers and, and catch some interest. Another book that I wanted to shout out, this one actually comes from Brigitte. This is Babel by R.F. Kuang, or is it Babel? I don't I feel like I have grown up hearing both pronunciations. Mm-hmm. This book has been getting a lot of attention. I've seen it all over the place. I partially I wonder if it's because of the incredible cover. Like just the illustration on this cover is you you can't help but stare at it for at least 10 seconds to take in all of the details. But Brigitte actually just reviewed this one for Bookstack. We can put the the review in the show notes and if anybody is interested, she gave it a really good rating. I think it was four and a half stars out of five. This one really stuck out to her because of her, the portrayal of moralities of colonialism. So, uh, you know, looking at that again and specifically how benefiting from colonialism hinders somebody from being able to challenge colonialism, uh, at least if I'm understanding her notes correctly. <laughs> this one has been on my list. I actually own a copy of it. Uh, I'm. It's already out, so you don't even have to wait for this one. You can pick it up or maybe you already have picked it up. It's, it's a big one right now that's circulating a lot and I've seen a lot of discussion around. I've only seen the cover i didn't i didn't know anything about it so that sounds interesting but you're also right that even just one of those things you just like to look at have it on your shelf uh, my last book rec- recommendation is really just a fun one. So if you are looking for something that is just light and spooky and has great Halloween vibes, there's a brand new YA graphic novel called Hollow uh, from Boom Studios that is written in part by Shannon Waters, who is a co-creator of the Lumberjanes series, which is a very popular graphic novel series that probably pulls in younger readers as well. It's probably a little bit more middle grade, but I mean, I would highly recommend it too. But Hollow is a take or reimagining of the legend of, oh, what is it? The legend of, it's not Spooky Hollow, the legend of Sleepy Hollow. Sleepy Hollow. Thanks, (laughs) The Legend of Sleepy Hollow. So I got to read a 
like just like a preview sample of the book. And so I've only read like the first 20 pages or so, but it's this really great setting. It's like you're in the modern town of Sleepy Hollow and the characters are dealing with this old kind of haunting and legacy around the town. So it's like very modern, um, has these great characters and they're all kind of stuck with this town's history and and these legends surrounding the town and they're dealing with all of these uh, things coming up again in like their modern teenage high school setting. So it's really, really fun and has these really great Halloween vibes. So if you're just looking for something light and spooky, that would be uh, one of my top recommendations. <laughs> that sounds so fun. Halloween's so great. <laughs> <laughs> and also just a reminder to everybody, if you haven't read Squad yet, the graphic novel, that's that episode will be releasing next week at the end of the week. So it's a really short read as well. So if you want to get a little more into some of the spooky, creepy feeling vibe for Halloween, we definitely recommend joining that book club. I will say that one is a lot more gruesome than it sounds like this one, which is a bit more lighthearted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so if you want to go some of the darker route, you could read Squad. But if not, uh, you could check this book out as well. Speaking of which, so at, at this point, we just have some honorable mentions. Kind of want to shout out. These are some books that have been shared with us, either seen throughout the community or uh, publishers have shared shared with us that look really interesting. And then also Brigitte has a few that she threw in here too uh, that I want to shout out. But I guess following along that line though, is if you do want something lighthearted, um, another option for you would be 99, the 99 Boyfriends of Micah Summers. This is not necessarily related to Halloween. This is just a recent YA rom-com that came out. Uh, it's LGBTQ. And basically, it sounds like a really cool concept. The main character, Micah, draws his imaginary 99 boyfriends <laughs> and he posts them on Instagram. Uh, but what it sounds like a lot of fun is that there are interior illustrations in this book as well from Anne Pummel. Oh, fun. Yeah, I looked up her work. It really just looks beautiful, like beautiful illustrations. And so I think that just fits along really well with the concept of a character who is actually drawing their 99 boyfriends and posting them on Instagram. Uh, mm -hmm. That's awesome that you get some illustrations also included in the book. So it, that one came out in September, I believe. Again, you, not a book you need to wait for. But if you're just looking for something lighthearted and you want to break from the monsters and the creepiness and the fantasy and all of that, this would be a good option for you. Also want to shout out Gleanings. This is the next book in the Ark of the Scythe series, which is a huge, I think, Neil Schusterman. Am I pronouncing his name correctly? It's one of those names that I've also, you, you've seen so much. It's such a popular series. So, you know, I've seen that name everywhere, but I, I don't know the pronunciation either. Yeah, and it, it is so popular. And so I just felt like that needed to be included here. That book comes out November 8th. Also, Chelsea shouted this one out a couple episodes ago. The Fireborn series by Rosaria Munda. We interviewed Rosaria Munda, I think it was last year. I think that was like Chelsea's first interview. Anyway, the final book of that series came out in August. It's Fury Song. It's dragons. It's politics. It sounds super interesting. And it has been on my to-read list. To be read list? TBR. It's been on my TBR <laughs> list since Chelsea did that interview. And once I retire from Bookstacks, it's, I'm planning on that being one of the first ones that I <laughs> sit down and read. But anyway, I think it's three books and all of them are out. So if you just want to like binge through a series, that's also available. And then a few from Brigitte. She wanted to shout out Strike the Zyther by Joan He. That is an author that we've had on the podcast, I think, last year. And then also Genesis of Misery by Neon Yang. Brigitte says that this is a Joan of Arc 
story, but it's like a space opera that's also oh. exploring deeply religious themes and also ideas of mental illness. And yeah, it just sounds super interesting. Joan of Arc in space. <laughs> That, yeah. that sounds pretty cool. YA is popping off these days. Like these, every one of these books just sounds great. And the authors, the concepts that they come up with, that's so creative. And I love the reimaginings of these type of familiar stories like Joan of Arc into something modern and sci-fi. Like that sounds fantastic. And then like we were mentioning before, the fact that they look at things that like things of substance as well. Like yeah. that also just adds a whole nother layer to it. That's a book that Brigitte has actually just recently inter- or reviewed for Bookstacked. I'll put the review in the show notes as well. Obviously she gave it a good rating if she wanted that one <laughs> uh, mentioned here. And then this is, I guess, to top it all off with this book, another one that you are probably already aware of, but you know, just deserves a shout out. Nona the Ninth by Tamsin Muir. Uh, this book has been everywhere also. I think it's the third book in, this, in the Locked Tomb series. Is that what it's called? That started with Gideon the Ninth, then you had Harrow the Ninth, and now Nona the Ninth, which came out again just recently. That's already released. You don't have to wait for it. But it's just been all over the place. And so it, it's an, a good, it deserves an honorable mention. Brigitte wrote that it's off the rails insane. While, <laughs> while still examining themes Mir brought up in previous books. And then she added, very confusing, still barely grasping the plot. <laughs> so I, I think that's a good thing. Um, I, I think what she's saying is that there's a lot here to unpack and there's a lot to to really process. So this is another one that's been on my on my list of books I need to, to read and I'm hoping to pick up once once I retire. <laughs> once you have some free time. <laughs> I've seen it everywhere. I, you've probably seen it too, I imagine, Spencer. Yeah, I've just seen it around. I haven't dug into the series either, but I'm up for anything that's described as off the rails. So yeah, those are all of the books that uh, I had on my list. I think we've done this in the past, but you know, if you're listening and you want to add in your own recommendations, if you're listening in on the Spotify app, we can open up a free response. So basically open your app and you should see a prompt there where you'll be able to type in your own book recommendations. So type those in, send those to us, and then we will pin them in the Spotify app. So if you're listening on Spotify, you can see what recommendations some of your fellow listeners are making. So kind of want to get you involved there too. I think that's everything. Thank you guys for joining us. Uh, Again, we've got a lot coming up in the last couple of months. Please join us for our squad book club, which is going to be next week. That is a really short read. Again, you can read it in like an hour or two. It's it's a graphic novel and it's very bloody, (laughs) (laughs) but it's a lot of fun. So uh, we hope you'll join us for that. Again, if you like the show, please leave us a rating review in Apple Podcasts and Spotify. And you can follow Bookstacked on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can look up Bookmarked at BookmarkedYA on Twitter. Uh, Spencer, where can people find you online? You can follow my Instagram at YACanadaBooks. Probably the best place to follow me. And you can follow me on Twitter at SawMark. That's S-A-U-L-M-A-R-Q. And all of those links will be in the show notes as always. I always appreciate it when podcasts do that. So I <laughs> to do that on our show because it's just so easy to open up the notes and just click on the links and go exactly where you need to go. Anyway, we will catch you guys next time. See ya. Bye. Bye. Bye.